0: This is Education Matters, brought to you by the Ohio Education Association.
1: Thanks for joining us for this edition of Education Matters, your source for insightful conversations about the big issues facing public education in Ohio. I'm Katie Olmstead, and I'm part of the communications team for the Ohio Education Association, and you better believe that I will be at the polls on August 8th to vote no on Issue 1. That's right. Just months after the state legislature got rid of August elections because they are too expensive and there is always ridiculously low turnout, some Ohio politicians with millions of dollars in backing from an out-of-state billionaire approved a measure to reinstate an August special election just so they can ram through a change that would shred Ohio's Constitution as we know it and end the basic fundamentals of democracy in our state. That sacred principle of one person, one vote. You see, these lawmakers want to make it so that we the people would need a 60% supermajority to pass future constitutional amendments through ballot initiatives when they, the lawmakers, fail to listen to us and deliver on what the majority of Ohioans want in the state house, And they want to make it much, much harder to get initiatives on the ballot in the first place. Like, nearly impossible. And they are counting on low turnout in this $20 million August election To permanently change the Constitution and take away our rights to determine the future of our state. But we are not going to stand for that. Just moments after the Ohio House passed Senate Joint Resolution 2, the Vote No in August coalition launched its campaign to protect that principle of one person, one vote. This is one of the largest, broadest, deepest, most diverse, grassroots, citizen-driven, nonpartisan coalitions ever formed in Ohio, and OEA is proud to be part of this work, and we are just getting started. Dennis Willard is communications director for the One Person, One Vote campaign, and he joins us now to explain why voting no in August is so important for the future of education in our state. Dennis Willard thank you so much for joining us to help us all get up to speed on what is going on what is going on what is happening
0: well I think this is an attack on um, voters rights fundamental voters rights for 111 years Katie um, Ohioans have had the ability to go directly to the ballot about issues that matter most to them and what is happening is that some extreme politicians some lobbyists some out-of-state interests, special interests, uh, want to consolidate power against voters. They, they don't like it when voters take matters into their own hands. Uh, so what they're doing is they're raising, they want to put before the voters an idea of raising the threshold to pass a constitutional amendment to 60% plus one instead of the simple majority of 50 plus one that we have relished as a fundamental right for 111 years in Ohio, so this is doing away with majority rule and putting um, the power into the hands of a small number of people instead of the majority of people that that and how it's worked for for years.
1: Getting rid of majority rule gets us to minority rule. Forty percent of Ohioans could make decisions for all of Ohioans, right? And that's not how democracy works.
0: No, in fact, and it goes. It's it's worse than that. Because right now it's really burdensome to collect signatures and go to the ballot. It's costly. It's time consuming. Uh, you have to put a lot of people on the street uh, collecting signatures.
1: Can you remind uh, me real quick what the current threshold is to get something on the ballot?
0: It's it's a uh, it's a ten percent of the um, last. Uh, the number of people who voted in the last gubernatorial election for valid signatures. And that right now is over 400,000 valid signatures. And you have to collect them right now in a percentage of them in one half of Ohio's 88 counties or 44 counties. But this makes it even harder because it says that you have to collect signatures in all 88 counties and you have to meet a minimum amount of signatures in all 88 counties. So effectively, You could hit 87 of 88 counties and fall short in one county, and you would disqualify your entire effort. So they're making it nearly impossible to amend the Constitution through voters, Um, and, and that means that they consolidate all the power in their hands.
1: And in Ohio, amending the Constitution by voters is really our only recourse as voters, When the lawmakers don't listen to us in the statehouse, we send them to the statehouse to do our business, to to follow the will of the people. But too often we see that they're doing the will of their special interests or their own selves. Why is it so important that we maintain the ability to change the Constitution?
0: Well, let's just talk about how this affects educators, teachers, people in the education world, because I think that the education world should be united uh, against this. For example, uh, they're trying to uh, do things like uh, take the independent State Board of Education that was created through a constitutional amendment, and they're trying to uh, basically take all the power away from that and consolidate that in the governor's office. They're trying to take the Ohio Department of Education that has always been separate from the governor's cabinet and make it part of the governor's cabinet. So the governor and the legislature will have Tremendous power over education in this state against the wishes of the people that amended the Constitution in the 50s to give that educational arm independence. So that's one thing. Again, if we can't go to the ballot uh, to fight that because we disagree with it, we we think this is against the will of the people and they make it impossible to do that then or nearly impossible. Then, then they're consolidating all their power and hurting education. but let's take some other issues that matter like vouchers and school funding. Um, again um, if the voters want to do something on uh, you know because the this the state is expanding vouchers at a, at a, at a rate that is undermining our common schools, our public education um, for all students, then we should have the right to go directly to the voters and say, Are the legislators out of touch with Ohio or are they doing what Ohio wants? That's really what a constitutional amendment allows us to do. And um, and if they take that power away, then we can no longer challenge them when we think they are completely out of touch with Ohio. And I think. Most Ohioans do not support a universal voucher plan. They don't support uh, taking all the power away from an independent State Board of Education or usurping the power of an independent Department of Education. Those are things we should be allowed to go to the voters and ask them that question. But they're trying to make that nearly impossible with that 60 percent threshold.
1: Well, and let's talk about the school funding side of this. It's been 26 years since the first DeRolf decision declared our school funding system unconstitutional. And the Fair School Funding Plan is moving us forward in a better direction so that it's not going to be uh, so overly reliant on local property taxes, and it is going to be more equitable across the board. But we're not there yet. And there is nothing holding the lawmakers' feet to the fire about getting that piece of legislation all the way across the finish line, finishing funding the fair school funding plan. And if they fail to do so, a constitutional amendment might be our only way to get that done. This would take that power away from the people. Is that right?
0: Right. And again, making it nearly impossible, if not impossible to do this, they are proposed they They are purporting that what they're doing is they're taking special interests out of changing our Constitution. That's not true. The August election is a special election for special interests. Them. Uh, they're saying that um, they think that they are kind of um, protecting the Constitution. Again, the opposite is true. They are putting a lock on the Constitution. They are locking the voters out of having any say in changing their own Constitution. This is our Ohio Constitution. We should have the ability to change it, which we had for 111 years. We've had the ability to go directly to voters and say, do you uh, want this change or not? And voters have been very wise in their decisions. They've passed about one out of four constitutional amendments. But let me tell you some of the things that they voters have done with this. We have affordable housing. We have built schools, helped to build 1200 new school buildings in the state, uh, so that in public school buildings, so that educators can teach their students in clean um, classrooms, up-to-date modern classrooms. Um, we've, we've built bike trails, um, waterways, taking care of waterways. And we have put money into roads and construction projects that have created jobs and allowed communities to prosper economically. These are all things that we've done through constitutional amendments because the legislature has ignored what the people want and the people have taken uh, matters into their own hands this is why what they want to do is on the issues that matter most to us they want to take our ability away to make decisions on those they want to have all the power the lobbyists the politicians and the special interests want all the power against the people we won't stand for it
1: well and that's the thing they're they're setting this up to be they're protecting the Constitution from special interests but they are really throwing away our Constitution they are um, shredding our Constitution yeah. over uh, one specific issue and granted, you know, Ohio educators, our opinions are all over the map when it comes to the reproductive rights issue that may likely be on the November ballot. And the the lawmakers have been very open about they're doing this to stop that from happening. But all of the things that we are throwing out about our democracy just to stop that one issue it's an affront on our freedom as a as as Ohioans.
0: But you're absolutely right. This is an attack on our basic freedoms and rights. And you know, um, uh, in 2011, the legislature passed Senate Bill Five, which took away collective bargaining rights for 350,000 public employees in Ohio, including all teachers. And then we went directly to the voters because that was against the will of the voters. Now we collected a record one point. Three million signatures or four signatures for every public employee in Ohio. So that meant it wasn't just public employees signing that for their own interest. That was four people for every public employee. On election night in 2011, 2.1 million voters vetoed Senate Bill 5, basically said, we're taking this law off the books. And that meant that seven voters for every public employee said no to Senate Bill 5. Now, we should have that power. We should have that direct democracy power and and lawmakers didn't like it when we took their law and we erased it and we and we put collective bargaining rights back into Ohio law. Um, They don't like that. They don't like when the people stand up against them right now. They are trying to quash the people's voice, the people's ability to go directly to voters and ask them, do you agree with the legislature or do you agree with us? And that is a basic question. We should have that power, that right. And that's what we're fighting for by saying vote no in August for a special election for special interests.
1: And they're acting like playground bullies. They they don't like the way the game is going. So they're changing the rules in the middle.
0: Right. That's not right.
1: That's what children do. We're supposed to be adults here.
0: Right. And a democracy is, you know, when you talk about this is an attack on the basic fundamental ideas behind our democracy, a democracy is based on having rules that everybody agrees to and playing by those rules. And what they're trying right now is to rig that game by changing the rules so that they win. That's what that's what this 60 percent threshold is. As you said before, a small number of voters can stop what the majority of people want. That gives power to a small number of people. And those people happen to be the lawmakers, the extreme lawmakers in the legislature who want all the power.
1: Who are backed by an out-of-state billionaire who has been fueling the campaign to get this on the ballot in the first place after those same lawmakers got rid of the August election because it costs way too much money and so few people turn out. That's the
0: subject of our lawsuit. We are challenging the election in August because just just six months ago, the legislature passed a law that said that elections in August are a waste of taxpayer dollars because the voter turnout is so low. So what do they do? They they defy their own law and they put a special election on in August without changing That law they passed in August. So we're going to the Supreme Court and asking the Supreme Court to rule this illegal. We think it's illegal for them to put this on the ballot in August.
1: Unfortunately, we can't really count on the Supreme Court to do the right thing in this one, and especially given the timeline with early voting starting.
0: I think we're less than 60 days away from early voting starting.
1: So we can't let our foot off the gas on this one. We can't count on the courts. What can Ohioans do, Ohioans who want to protect our freedoms, who want to protect our democracy? What can we do right now to make sure that come August 9th, we still have our democracy in play?
0: Now, that's a great question. I think one of the things they can do is go to our website, uh, votenowinaugust.org for information, sign up for our emails, but really like what we need to do because voter turnout is so low, this is really going to be a campaign about getting people, what I would call engaged, enraged, registered, and turning out to vote. And so I would ask everybody who's watching this podcast to commit to talking to as many friends, family members, coworkers, people in their communities they possibly can and tell them how critical this issue is. You know, this this is not a drill. Our fundamental rights are on the line right now, and people have to turn out. The nice thing about it is they can vote early. They can vote early starting in July. So if you have vacation plans for the first or second week of August, then make sure that you get your early vote in. Um, You do have a chance here. It's not just a one-day thing. We're going to have several weeks here where people can engage, but get registered, vote, vote. And get everyone you know to vote no in August.
1: Having those conversations with the people around me already, um, one of the the pushbacks that I get is well, changing the constitution is a really big deal. We shouldn't be doing this on a whim. So how do we how do we explain this issue in a way that people understand that that's just how it is in Ohio? We don't have an option outside of the Constitution to change our laws.
0: Well, it's a great question. Let me say something about this. There, the, the, the proponents of this idea continue to compare it to the U.S. Constitution. The U.S. Constitution and state constitutions like in Ohio are very different. The, the federal government made it very difficult to change the U.S. Constitution because it is the guiding document for the entire 50 states. But they also gave tremendous power to the states. And that's why states' constitutions are actually very flexible. And, 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 but just more importantly, is this is not an effort to make it a little bit harder to change the Ohio Constitution. This makes it nearly impossible. This, this takes the power completely away. Power that we have had for 111 years, for 111 years that has worked and worked well. As I mentioned, all the positive things that have come through going directly to the voters and asking for constitutional amendments. Our our Constitution is a living, breathing document that is very flexible to the will and the needs of the voters in this state. And we should make sure that we have that direct democracy path going forward. This would take that completely away, concentrate all the power in the hands of extreme politicians, lobbyists and special interests like a billionaire from out of state as you mentioned why should a billionaire out of state have more power over our constitution than the voters of ohio should have it's just wrong and so vote no in august
1: and why should 40% of ohioans have a bigger say in our future than than 50 point, 50 plus 1 of That's Ohioans right. 50% right. of Ohioans plus one vote and one person way, one vote it is a basic fundamental tenet of how our society works and how our democracy works
0: right and and keep in mind it's not easy to amend the ohio constitution it's not like hey i got an idea i'm just going to go to the voters it's it's time consuming it's it takes a thousands of people coming together on a common idea and even then if it's a bad idea voters have been smart Voters have been um, have cho- chosen uh, correctly a- in the past. They and, and this is another way of the extreme politicians saying, you know what, voter, we're smarter than you. We know more than you. Let us take care of everything. Give us all the power. We'll take care of you. The fact is, often the voters say, you know what, I don't agree with you. I don't agree with you. And I want to have a right to exercise my disagreement other than coming to you when you won't even listen to me the the legislature often turns a deaf ear to the will of the people and the people should have an alternative to that which is changing the constitution so that the issues that matter most of us we can uh, we could have an impact on those issues
1: issues like the future of public education in our state educators this is so important that we are all getting engaged in this one because you have the power. You have the power to turn out in August and make the difference here and and preserve our democracy and preserve our freedoms as we know them.
0: Yeah. In fact, I would say, I would say that, you know, the homework assignment for all educators in Ohio should be vote in August, vote no in August. I mean, it it really is and Katie, I've been around the State House for almost three decades. And this is the most critical issue I've seen in 30 years in Ohio. It's that important. That's why they're going to do this, trying to do this. They're trying to do this in August to sneak this issue past the voter, you know? And and I say, let's let's rise up against them. Let's send them a resounding message. Like, I don't want to just beat this. I want to beat this hard with 60% or more, 65%. Send them a clear message. Don't ever bring this bad idea back around again. Because, and I I want to embarrass them for putting this really bad idea before voters. So I know that I'm going to be working. I know you are too. We need to get everybody involved to vote no in August.
1: Dennis Willard, thank you so much. I am looking forward to this work because it is so important.
0: Thank you for having me today.
1: If we are gonna beat this unfair, unpopular, undemocratic, unnecessary measure in the August election, we need you. Yes, you. We can't afford to have anyone sit on the sidelines and choose not to vote when there is so much on the line in this election. And if you want to join the one person, one vote campaign with OEA and your fellow educators, you can find the link for more information about how to get involved in the show notes for this episode. New episodes of Education Matters drop every Thursday. Until next time, stay well.